coming up on Golf Today, day one of the PGA show in Orlando, and we have the products to prove it. We'll take you live to the Orange County Convention Center and visit with some major companies and some major champions. Pistols at dawn, no, a tee in Dubai. Rory responds after Patrick Reed tossed a tee at him on the range. What did Rory say, and what did Reed say back? And the Farmers Insurance Open is underway at Torrey Pines. Highlights of John Rahm coming up. Can anybody stop him? Find out next on Golf Today. Golf Today. Folks, it's time now for a Rolex Series report. Victor Perez kicked off the Rolex Series with a win at the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship Rolex Series continues this week with the Hero Dubai Desert Classic in July, summertime, North Berwick, Scotland for the Genesis Scottish Open at the Renaissance Club. Then it picks back up in September with the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth where Shane Lowry got it done and concludes in November with the DP World Tour Championship. And the world number one, Rory McIlroy, he's the headliner in the field competing in the second straight Rolex Series event on the DP World Tour. The Hero Dubai Desert Classic begins 2.30 a.m. Eastern on Golf Channel. <clears throat> and here are some of the notables in the field. Abraham Anser, Shane Lowry, Rory McIlroy, Thomas Bjorn, an old veteran in there. But you see in there, Damon, a pretty healthy mix of top tour stars and a lot of live guys. Indeed, as Matt Adams noted, an incident took place Tuesday on the range, the Dubai Desert Classic, of Patrick Reed wanting to say hello to Rory McIlroy, his first start in 2023, felt as though he was snubbed by the world number one and then tossed a tee in Rory's direction. Rory was asked about the incident today in Dubai. I didn't see it. I, I, uh, I was down by my bag and um, he came up to me and I was busy working and sort of doing my practice and I didn't really feel like I didn't feel the need to acknowledge him so um, I didn't see a tee come in my direction at all but uh, apparently that's what happened right. um, and if rules were reversed and I had to throw that tee at him I'd be expecting a lawsuit so <laughs> you didn't duck then Rory huh you didn't duck I didn't duck you didn't duck no you didn't feel the need to duck I didn't see it no, no my no. back was turned to him so. just, just without laboring the point I mean a guy who's uh, landed you with a subpoena do you think he's probably not entitled to expect you to greet him with open arms I mean exactly right like that's I mean I got a subpoena on Christmas Eve like I mean I'm, I, I don't see your like you can't pretend like nothing's happening right I think that's the thing it's like why that's you know we're, we're you know we're living in reality here he's not so thanks Bernie and then Ian Sorry to take this subject with um, Patrick on the range yesterday a bit further, but Patrick reached out to you. He, re he shook hands with Harry, wishing him Happy New Year. He put his hand out to, sh to wish you Happy New Year. And in a, in a goal to sort of probably we'll try and mend bridges, and there was no tea throwing. He just turned his back. He had a tea in his pocket, and he just threw it down in disgust, as, as probably anyone would do when you approach someone and you don't get an answer. But, you know, can you, can you see yourself maybe one day mending those bridges with Patrick? Not, not at the moment, though, but... He, he said he was trying to make an effort. That's a look of incredulousness. 
Here's Patrick Reed's response via the Daily Mail. Funny how a small little flick has turned into me basically stabbing him and throwing a tea at him, Reed said. He saw me and he decided not to react, but it is one of those things. If you're going to act like an immature little child, then you might as well be treated like one. Projection, how are you? Damon, what do you think? Schoolyard spat or something a little bit more? Oh, it's a little deeper than a schoolyard spat. I'm not sure what Patrick Reed was looking for on the driving range. Maybe some driving tips from Rory McIlroy, but some awkward banter between major championship winners. I mean, you have someone in Patrick Reed who's embroiled many people in lawsuits. He's left the PGA Tour, and he has the the uh, temerity to call Rory McIlroy a child. And you mentioned projection. That's a definition of, in psychology, uh, under stressful times, they say normal people will project their behavior onto others. It's also the, the province and domain of narcissists. So if the shoe fits, amen. It is fitting a pattern that we see here, though, of live guys, of these... It's, it's almost delusional here because you file a lawsuit. Having left the tour, fine, you went, take the money. Big deal, you do your own thing. But then you litigate against these players. And then you show up and ask them, why can't we play your events? Why can't we double dip? Why can't we be friends? Mm. Why can't we be Ryder Cup captains? Why can't we play the Ryder Cup? Why aren't you tweeting birthday greetings to Sergio yeah. Garcia? And why can't we say Happy New Year on the range? Well, if, if you want a Happy New Year on the range, maybe you don't file uh, a subpoena and have it served on Christmas Eve, but it's, there's an infantile naivete going on here. But it's also part of this victim mentality that the live guys are trying to create here, that somehow they are being wronged, that mm. they are being... There's some conspiracy against them to ostracise them, as though their conduct has nothing to do with the actual reaction they're getting from their peers. No question about it. Rory McIlroy, one of the most respected people in this business, it just proves to, to the situation that we're living in right now. He's all about business. He's all about representing the PGA Tour. And you're going to you know, serve him with papers on Christmas Eve when he's with his family. And then a month later, go up to the range and say hello. I, I mean, that's a lot of dissonance there. There really is, and it's really proof that actions have consequences mm. here, and it's not something that's likely to go away anytime soon. Yeah, do you understand Rory's position in this matter? Absolutely. If someone serves you a subpoena, it's, people like to say it's business, but it's always a little bit personal yeah. as well. And certainly the live guys have trained enough fire on Rory McIlroy over the last year, as he has on theirs, but he's not walking up to them on the range saying hi and Happy New Year, so maybe they should take a key from him. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. 
it probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. PGA Tour made another move in its ongoing legal dispute with the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia and its governor on Tuesday by filing a motion to add both to its counterclaim lawsuit against Live Golf for interfering with its contracts with players who joined the new league. Here to explain what all of this means is our legal analyst Jody Balsam, a professor of sports law at Brooklyn Law School. So Jody, what exactly is happening here? What is the PGA Tour asking for? Well, good to be on the show again. The PGA Tour is asking to add as parties to the lawsuit the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund and its governor, Mr. Al-Rumayyan. This is significant because until now, they have only been non-parties subject to limited discovery of information that might inform the issues in the lawsuit. If they are added as parties, not only could they personally individually be on the line for any remedies that the PGA Tour is entitled to after litigating its claims, but they will also have less defenses to turning over full discovery in terms of depositions and documents to the PGA Tour during this lawsuit. Jody, how likely then is this motion to be granted? Well, motions to amend a claim in federal court are usually granted as a matter of right early in the lawsuit. In other words, it's almost automatic that an amendment like this would be granted given that there is no court order deadline for amendments at this point. Um, amendments are still freely available. And given the PGA Tour's justification for waiting five months to amend their complaint, their counterclaims, uh, they face these amendments, this addition of the Saudi entities into the lawsuit on only recently obtained discovery after dragging their feet for four months despite a promise back in August that LibGolf would ensure Saudi cooperation with pretrial discovery. The Saudis only in December produced, finally produced, its shareholder agreement with LibGolf, which opened the door to understanding how deeply the Saudi investment fund is involved in the day-to-day -day management of the live golf circuit. Jody, this is obviously highlights what can be unearthed in discovery proceedings. So there is a separate action ongoing at the moment, a, a kind of a side action to the live PGA Tour lawsuit on whether or not the Saudis can be compelled to cooperate with the discovery process in that action. If they are added to the tourist countersuit, how much more difficult does it make it for the Public Investment Fund and Yasser al-Rumian to avoid that discovery process? It does make it marginally more difficult. I think the PGA Tour had a winning argument to begin with, even when the Saudi party, Saudis were non-parties and not actual parties to the lawsuit, to obtain that discovery because of the commercial activity exception to what a doctrine known as foreign sovereign immunity. Foreign governments and um, the entities that they create, such as this investment fund, are typically um, able to avoid participation in the court systems of other nations through the foreign sovereign immunities doctrine. But there's a commercial activity exception that the um, PGA Tour argues has already been um, just, it's already a justification 
for gaining discovery from the Saudi entities. Adding them as a party strengthens that argument and also entitles them to argue that the Saudi direction of the Live Golf um, antitrust suit uh, has actually waived any claim of immunity. So now they have not only a commercial activity argument, but also a waiver argument. Go to use the term dragging uh, their feet. Between these motions of discovery and the hearing, how much could this delay the larger case going forward? Well, that's um, one argument that LiveGolf will make in um, trying to avoid the amendment of the complaint to add the Saudi parties, that it will add delay in a lawsuit that the court was attempting to fast track. But the mere possibility of delay is not sufficient argument to defeat the motion to add the Saudi parties. Um, and frankly, there shouldn't be considerable delay since the Saudi parties were directing the litigation from the outset. Their lawyers are the same lawyers that have been representing Lib Golf in this lawsuit. And any delay that has accrued has been almost entirely um, the result of the Saudi parties refusing to cooperate in discovery as non-parties. And I imagine they'll continue to refuse to cooperate when they're joined as parties. More developments in this PGA Tour case versus Live Golf. Jody, thank you so much. Well, we have two of last year's major champions coming up on Golf Today right after the break. Brooke Henderson, she won the Evian Championship in 2022, and Matt Fitzpatrick, winner of the U.S. Open at the Country Club. They're both checking in from the PGA, PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. Stay with us. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Coming up on Golf Today, we have some major guests coming your way at the PGA Show. Canada's own Brooke Henderson, most recent winner on the LPGA, and she did it wire to wire. And another LPGA star, Danielle Kang, stops by with their coach, Butch Harmon, one of the great duos in the game, to talk about their goals for the year ahead. And the man who mustered that fantastic fairway bunker shot at the Country Club, U.S. Open chap Matt Fitzpatrick, on deck at the PGA Show, where? On Golf Today. 
Golf today. PGA Show, ladies and gentlemen, it is back. After two years of disruptions, bringing together thousands of PGA professionals, got leaders in the game, executives, retailers from around the world, new products to show and ideas to share, fantastic presentations with PGA professionals, educational workshops, all centered around the business of golf. And you can see the people, they are there. 70th edition of the PGA Show officially kicked off today at the Orange County Convention Center. Could be tough to find a hotel room in Orlando, folks walk around with credentials dangling from their necks and a gleam in their eye. This is Golf Today. Dane Manak alongside Eamon Lynch. What a busy time in golf. Busy in Florida and Orlando and also on the West Coast on the PGA Tour in San Diego. Just looking at that footage from the Orange County Convention Center make you think back to the blisters that you earned over the years of walking those aisles? I mean, take your Fitbit <laughs> numbers and your whoop. I mean, you can really burn a lot of calories, but this is an energetic day. And think about what this industry has faced the last couple of years. So nice to get everybody back together. I imagine the ideas are really churning within that convention center. Yeah, for certainly within the industry, you'll see a lot of the attention is focused in Orlando. In terms of the broader sports fan, a lot of the attention is focused outside of that. Obviously, big week, Tory Pines for the Farmers Insurance Open. Pretty robust field. John Ram chasing that number one ranking that he believes already ought to be his and should have been his several months ago. And then on the other side of the world, in Dubai, you've got Rory McIlroy when he's not fending off Patrick Reed, he's attempting to keep a hold of that number one ranking he took back last fall. It is amazing how this week historically we have seen it. News happens. you got this industry show, the PGA show going on, and then maybe Tiger Woods you know, makes a comeback. This always seems to be a very busy week, not just inside the convention center, but in the game as a whole. And that's not going to change because we also just discussed the legal actions between the PGA Tour, between Live Golf, between the Saudi Public Investment Fund and its governor, that's going to be a recurring theme as well this year. Mm. Well, this is the 70th edition of the PGA Show. Think back, 1954, it started out of some trunks in Dunedin, Florida. Folks kind of pushing their product and wares. And look at it today, the world's largest business-to-business -business golf event. Some 800 golf companies in attendance, large and small. We've got some big names there. Canada's Brooke Henderson. One of the big names is what she did on Sunday. Orlando, wire to wire, Lake Nona. See your sister, Brittany, on the bag. Remarkable win for this now two-time major champion. Take a look at her success since 2015. Eight wins, Se Young Kim with six, Jin Young Ko with six, and Min Ji Lee with six, but nobody hotter in the game than Brooke Henderson. What's more, let's go back to Orlando, Florida. Matt Adams is standing by with that two-time major champ. Yeah, it's a perfect lead-in because I'm sitting here with the champ just a couple days removed. Congratulations, first of all, Brooke. Great to see you. How's it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. Yeah, it's like dream start to any year to start it with a victory. You know, and then you see that you've had eight seasons with the win. The first thing I think of when I see that is, man, time has kind of flown by, but that's a a really considerable record. Yeah, thanks. I'm really proud of that. Um, but like you said, time has really flown by really quick out on tour. I love being able to play against the best in the world every week and travel around the globe, really, on the LPJ. So it's been so much fun and hopefully more victories uh, and just keep on enjoying it as much as I can. Now, when we're here at the PGA show, of course, it is emerging of roads, of business, the game of golf, all that goes into it. You can see 
Here's, here's one of her shoes right now. This is one of the Skechers shoes, one of the new ones that's out on the marketplace. These are really cool looking. Yeah, You don't thanks. mind me holding your foot up no. here like this? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so talk to me about your relationship with Skechers. Um, it's really amazing. I joined the Skechers family back in 2016, and I'm so happy and proud to be a part of it. And they ask for my feedback all the time on their new designs and the new colors, uh, styles, um, which is really awesome and you know, to be a part of a relationship like that where you feel like you're making a difference yeah. um, is, is really special. So I I pilt picks these watercolors here on this shoe. You, what, you, you yeah. picked these colors out? Yeah, the oh, watercolors. Very nice. Yes, design so. too. I don't know if you can see the sole. It's got the same design going through the sole as well with the kind of the nubs for the, the grip. Yeah. Now, when you're picking a relationship, whether it's with Skechers or any of your different sponsors, how much is it important what you just described to us that it's something that you want to use that you're going to put into action and that it contributes to to the overall person that you are yeah you know i think with any partnership you want to have the same values uh, and you want to match and and be compatible with each other and with sketchers it was a really easy transition and like i said i'm just really happy and proud to be a part of the family because uh they're like they just celebrated my 13th win. They had balloons and champagne, and I was just like, this is incredible. So it's just fun to have great relationships like that. How do you feel now that you've got this win under your belt, albeit just a few days down the road, in terms of how it sets up the rest of 23? Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to the rest of this year. I feel like, like I said earlier, it's the dream start to any season to start it with a victory. And the schedule is really healthy, and there's a lot of great events still left this year. Sure. So I'm looking forward to the five majors and, of course, the CP Women's Open up in Canada. Uh, so hopefully we can get some top finishes. And, you know, I think just being in contention in, in those final groups on the weekend is the best feeling there is, so hopefully more of that. Awesome. Now, when you're here... You're a superstar. <laughs> Everyone's going to recognize you. What is it like when you're out on the floor? What do you feel about the buzz to be inside of this building? You know, the atmosphere here at the PJ Show is incredible. A lot of people, it's very busy. Uh, a lot of people have stopped for autographs and pictures, too, which is, is pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, so it's a fun place to be. There's some video right now we're showing you. You're meeting. Oh, yeah the adoring public <laughs> and rightfully so we're very proud of you well done great job with the design and the Thanks. shoes we're going to talk some more about sketchers right now because that's where amy is amy what do you got Thanks, Matt. Here with another Matt. This one, though, has a major champion uh, to his name, Matt Fitzpatrick, also joined by Keith Sheldon. He is with Skechers, and he's going to talk to us about some exciting new products for this year. This one I am loving, this hands-free option. Tell us about this new one. Yeah, so new for Spring 23 is going to be the Elite 5 Slip and Twist. Uh, you're basically going to have a built-in shoehorn to the shoe, so you don't have to worry. You can drop the shoe on the ground. Your foot slips nicely into it. When you get to that first tee box, you've got the twist fit option that you can get to your custom fit. Shoe's going to be waterproof, spikeless outsole, and it's going to have our polyurethane arch fit foot button on the inside. So super, super comfortable, easy to get on and off. You don't have to sit in your trunk and mess around with the laces anymore. And then we will be offering this in both the men's and the women's version. So we'll have both versions for spring 23. And then what's also new is going to be the Pro 5 Hyper. The Pro 5 Hyper is the shoe that Matt won the U.S. Open in. Uh, this is going to be new for us. Great styling, waterproof type upper. You will have the replaceable soft spikes on the outsole, uh, but just overall great looking shoe from Skechers. Now, I understand, Matt, you were involved in the product development of this shoe as well. What sort of feedback did you provide? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to give much. It was already in great shape. You know, Keith had got it under control. and. Um, I think the big thing for me that I was bothered about was, was obviously, you know, being comfortable, being able to, you know, play a full week without my feet hurting, and, uh, you know, that was exactly the case. The guy's got it right. 
Yeah, what attracted you to want to get involved with Skechers this past year? Yeah, my big thing was uh, being comfortable, um, you know, and helping with my performance. Uh, I wore previous shoes that um, I get off the golf course, my feet would hurt, and I just thought that was what happened with golf shoes. And then moved over to Skechers, started wearing their shoe, and all of a sudden my feet miraculously didn't hurt. So, uh, you know, it's no coincidence that the work that Keith puts in and his team and um, the shoes really are first class. You just kind of started your season, played a few times so far since the season changed. I had a top 10 in Hawaii. How would you assess where your game is to start this year? Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm you know, happy with the start so far. Um, looking forward to sort of getting going next week at Pebble um, and, the, and sort of the West Coast swing. Uh, just had some time off and sort of getting, getting back into it and practicing hard again to sort of get my game where I want it to be. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to sort of getting the season underway, really. Yeah, we've only seen you a couple times since last season wrapped up. What does your schedule look like sort of going forward? Yeah, so I'll play next week at Pebble, Phoenix, and then uh, Genesis. So I'm um, looking forward to, to all three of those. And then obviously it's the Florida Spring after that. And, you know, before you know it, you, you're sort of the end of the season. It, it happens so fast. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting going again. And uh, hopefully my game will be in good shape. All right, thanks so much, guys, Matt. I understand that you have a little surprise in store. I do. Yeah, these are the uh, Max Fairway. Um, if you keep can shine the other one if you want, uh, but that's up to you. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh! Oh, thank you so much. My feet are dying right now, so I actually want to like put these on. Can I just wear these down? <laughs> thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Back to you guys in the studio. Thanks, Amy. From one major winner to another, Danielle Kang. She's coming up next, and she's alongside her swing coach, the legendary Butch Arman. He knows a little something about major winners. They're up next. As golf today continues. Back on golf today, a little flashback to 2017 John Rahm securing his first professional win in dramatic fashion. This eagle putt aiming on the 72nd hole. And this is a way to get it done. It's no wonder he feels an affection for the south course of Torrey Pines, Damon. Good way to break the seal. Final round 65 to win by three. And Rahm actually made two eagles over the final six holes after starting the final round. Three shots off the lead in that love affair Ooh. with... Torrey Pines will continue with the 2021 U.S. Open. 17th hole, left to right birdie putt. That one punched him into the lead, and then he became the first player since Tom Watson in 1982 to birdie the last two holes to win a U.S. Open. Just remarkable, great emotion. 67, getting it done at a place that means so much to him. You look at his past performance there. Five top fives, six top tens, and seven. PJ Tour starts at Torrey Pines, gearing up for his first round in just a little bit, 1.40 p.m. Eastern time at Torrey Pines. And I tell you what, Eamon, it was not that long ago we were talking about this man with no top tens and majors in 2022, getting a little chippy uh, in the media center. And look at him right now, no one hotter in the game of golf. And to be fair, his results last year were by the standards he'd set the year before, certainly several notches lower, but he also had added another child to the family, two very young sons, and that obviously distracts anyone from a professional career. But John Ram seems to have found his flow again, perhaps in, in a way that he hasn't before in his career. You know, he's coming off two straight wins. If you're going for three straight wins on the PGA Tour, you're getting into some pretty rarefied error right there but you look at his statistical profile and there, there just aren't any weak spots you know he's number one off the tee number one in greens and regulation number one in scoring average and 
That's why the thing that matters least to him is also impressive. He's got $4.6 million in the bank this season, but this is a man who's motivated by trophies, not money. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of, of Vijay Singh uh, back in the day, 2004. You know, Kenny Perry could get hot, Johnny Miller, Tiger Woods, <coughs> Scotty Scheffler. One year ago, Rory McIlroy in 2014 when he won two major championships in a WGC in just over a month's time. And this is a player, and you mentioned the, the strokes gain numbers. He's always been strong. Strokes gain, tee to green, strokes gain total. As Paige McKenzie noted at the start of this calendar year, John Rahm is also longer off the tee now, which means shorter clubs into the greens, which means less time missing those greens. So any deficiencies that we saw last year with the short game, with the flat stick, seem to have been minimized by his robust play off the tee. So you're really saying no one else has a chance this week, Damon, <laughs> because that, I mean, there weren't any weak spots to begin with, and if he's kind of narrowed down what were deemed to be deficiencies last season, they're certainly not showing his deficiencies this season. I mean, the guy is just on a hot streak since that Spanish Open win, followed by the win in Dubai, a win in Hawaii, a win in the California desert last weekend. I mean, there is no one hotter in the game right now, regardless of what the world rankings might say. And you have to say, you know, being grouped with the likes of Tony Finau, a five-time winner on the PGA Tour himself, one of the hottest players in the game, and then Justin Thomas, a two-time PGA champion coming off of his wedding. I mean, you know, this is where John Rahm wants to be with some guys who want to find a way to stop him, to push him over. And I think it's a wonderful grouping of three of, of the best players in the game. It's probably where Thomas and Finau want to be as well because there is one guy to beat in the field this week. In theory, there's obviously a lot more guys in the field to beat than John Rahm. But you can start this week with the assumption that if you finish ahead of John Rahm, you're probably <laughs> very close to the business end of the top of that leaderboard. So playing with them the first couple of days, they're going to get a sense of exactly what they need to do. Yeah, I tell you what, so often we have seen great players in the past, Fred Couples starting 1992, winning some huge tournaments, winning <clears throat> Los Angeles uh, at Riviera, winning at Bay Hill, kind of setting the table for him breaking through at the Masters in 1992. And here we see John Rahm absolutely dominant on the PGA Tour here in January. He tees off just about 20 minutes from now from san diego to orlando we go shifting our attention back to the pga show trunks of cars in 1954 i mean look at it now longest running and largest global business gathering in the world many of golf's biggest names of the show this week including a six-time lpga tour winner in danielle kang you look at her bio 2017 kpmg women's pga champ three-time solheim cup team member that's where she wants to be often kind of the, the straw that stirs the drink for team usa and won the 2020 Vare trophy as well with more we send it down to amy rogers thanks so much guys here alongside two familiar faces butch Harmon and danielle kang this duo together here at the pga show what brings you out here today well, we were here uh, this morning uh, for a nice uh, big deal with Jim Nance for Titleist. Uh, we're both Titleist ambassadors, so uh, we came for, for that. We had a good time. We had a good turnouts, and we had some fun. You guys have had a lot of fun together over the last few years, partnering back in 2018. What is it, Danielle, that makes this uh, partnership work so well? He makes me play good golf. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always enjoyable working with him, so it's been a good uh, journey. You guys have been pretty open about the work you've done, not just on your swing and, and modifying that part of your game, but also the mental aspects as well. How have you helped her to overcome some of those hurdles? You know, just uh, 
I'm a very confident person. I'm, a, I'm not a glass half empty guy. I'm a glass half full, and, and I'm very positive in everything we do. And, and you know, and, and like all golf pros, we get down on ourselves. And every time Dan D gets down on herself, I just try and pump her back up and tell her how good she is. And we work, and we 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 work in a fun atmosphere, don't we? So I, I'm a great believer. If you're having a good time, it's easier to learn, and we have fun because she's she's fun. Well, you know, you've been out on tour with her. She's fun to be around. We just have a good uh, we have a good relationship, and we've had good results, and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Yes, sir. Yeah, she's always good for a lot of laughs out there on tour for sure. Now, Danielle, you've talked to that you kind of gotten to a point in your relationship now where you don't feel like you have to call them necessarily every week, and you kind of learn to, you know, make some of those fixes and changes yourself out at a tournament. How has he helped you to do that? Oh, I write my notes on my glove a lot of times, but he's helped me understand my swing better than any coach has ever had. So anytime um, I have misses, I understand what's causing. If it's something that I really don't know, then I'll call if I'm on the road. But usually, um, as soon as I start a tournament, we're pretty good to go mm -hmm. unless I've had a really bad day. But yeah, I think it's learning myself on how I play good and how I play bad on my own. I think he's trying to make me more independent in that way. And Butch, how have you seen Danielle and grow over these last few years that you've been working together? Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, we, we talked about it earlier in, in this uh, little deal we did. You know, when she first came to me, she had missed nine cuts in a row, and she was really uh, down on herself. And, uh, you know, we worked out of that quickly, and then we just mechanically didn't have to change a lot in the swing, but we had to change some of the positions that she came through on. And, and we, she's a hard worker. I mean, she works her tail off. She. She, she doesn't half uh, go at it. She goes 110% at everything she does. And so it's, she's a great student. And we have so much fun doing it. And just to see the progress, I'm so proud of her for what she's been through, both with her physical stuff and health stuff, and to come out on this side where she is. She's going to have a great year this year, and we're both looking forward to it. Yeah, speaking of the year ahead, what to, uh, are you guys working on as we get into this next season on the LPGA Tour? I don't have my notes. <laughs> we, uh, we, we're having very interesting conversations on putting. It's my new very. theory, but it's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> I just came up with it in the past few days. I haven't slept because I was up till like 4 in the morning researching, and I had to present my research and make sure that I backed myself up, and he likes it. Yeah, we're so going to go We're gonna go from here over to talk to Scotty Cameron about making a, a couple different types of putters to do some of the things she came up with, and I'm encouraged. It, it's fun. I, I like... I like things that are different. Um, I'm a great believer in thinking outside the box, and this is kind of outside the box, and it's kind of cool. We'll let you know. Uh, if it works, we'll let you know what it is. That was a great tease. I think I'm definitely intrigued. <laughs> you got to keep changing to improve. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, I can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results, right? Yep. So we'll always be tinkering. <laughs>